It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Tomorrow is senior day for the BYU football program. What to make of their matchup against Utah Tech. We'll preview that. We'll also get you ready for BYU basketball this coming weekend. Taking on Nichols. Had a great conversation one-on-one with Spencer Johnson, one of the early season stars for BYU basketball. you hear from him ahead on today's show. You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. Thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. Always appreciate you guys checking out the show, whether it's on YouTube or the regular podcast feeds out there, wherever you get it. Thank you for checking it out. We're very proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where, of course, the motto is your team every day. And as such, this is your only daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Today's title sponsors are friends over at Underdog. Sign up on underdogfantasy.com with the promo code locked on and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. We'll talk a little bit more about them as today's show progresses. But let's dive right in. Tomorrow is senior day for the BYU football program, a 1.30 kickoff. It's going to be a cold game. Uh, the high for the day, last I saw, and I'm recording this on Thursday night, uh, I saw a high of 36 degrees for BYU and Utah Tech, the high on Saturday. So going to be a chilly day out at Lavelle Edwards Stadium for senior day for the BYU football program. Program, but nonetheless, it sure looks like BYU should roll to a victory in this one. They should be bowl eligible after this game, and that's the positive news if you're a BYU fan, is the fact that BYU looks like they're on their way to yet another bowl game. 17 bowls in the last 18 seasons. Obviously, the only one that they have missed was that 4-9 and nine debacle in 2017 in year two of the Kalani Satake era, but uh, this is a team that I think is trending upwards, speaking of BYU. And I know that Utah Tech is not going to give BYU a true test, I don't think. They're a decent team. Uh, Utah Tech comes into this game having won three straight, and their offense has really taken off. They've got a freshman quarterback by the name of Victor Gabalus who has passed for 1,620 yards. He's got 14 touchdowns against nine interceptions. He had five touchdowns alone in their most recent game. A very impressive uh, quarterback who seems like he is on his way to stardom there in St. George. They have a very good running back, Quali Conley, a former uh, freshman uh, All-American type player who is uh, finally back from some injuries a year ago. He has rushed for 1,031 yards, averaging 6.1 yards per carry, also rushing for eight touchdowns. And then in the receiving department, Joey Hobart, a guy BYU once upon a time had recruited. He is at uh, Utah Tech having 78 receptions, 1,149 yards, and 14 touchdowns. He's just an absolutely insanely talented receiver, and Utah Tech's lucky to have him. So Utah Tech comes into this game with a very potent offense. They call it the spread and shred, the 
former uh, uh, Washington State assistant Craig Stutzman is the offensive coordinator down there. Paul Peterson, very offensive-minded in his own right. A former uh, Boston College quarterback as well as a BYU graduate assistant. He's been coaching at multiple different stops, but is the head coach there at Utah Tech. And they're going to be coming into this game thinking, okay, we can move the ball in this BYU defense. But uh, can they move it as consistently as they have against uh, their fellow FCS-level opponents? That's going to be the big question. If they can, they can make this game a little more interesting for BYU than we might otherwise consider an FCS game to be. If BYU comes out and plays like they did against Boise State, they bring that same effort level on defense, I'm of the opinion that BYU can hang tough with Utah Tech, I don't know, hang tough. Well, that sounds like that sounds wrong. I think they can just steamroll Utah Tech if they if they handle their business on defense. BYU's offense is not going to be stopped. Utah Tech, their defense, it's decent, but there's nothing that I would be worried about. Will Leota is their leading tackler with 75 uh, tackles on the year. Malaki Malaki, I believe is how you pronounce his name, is their second leading tackler with 73 uh, tackles, and then Tyrell Grayson tied there with 73 overall tackles. Their best uh, sack artist is Cyrus Webster. He's got five and a half sacks on the year, but BYU should be able to handle their business in this game. I, I just don't see any reason, and it's an FCS game, and you're supposed to. It's, it's a money game. You're supposed to go out and handle your business, but the cautionary tell, Kalani Satake can point to, to his guys if they, if he considers them to be overlooking this opponent. All he's got to do is point to what happened for Utah State earlier this season when Weber State went to Logan and absolutely crushed the Aggies. Of course, Weber State is a top 10 caliber FCS program. Utah Tech's kind of middle table uh, in terms of their overall prowess, but this is a, a game that Utah Tech's going to come in confident having won three straight games and thinking, okay, this is our final game of the year. We don't have any post season opportunities, that type of stuff. Let's just throw everything against the wall and see what sticks. And that's the thing BYU's got to be wary of in this matchup. Obviously, BYU will be honoring 37 players, uh, some seniors, some juniors, some even fourth-year sophomores due to COVID uh, uh, the COVID year, uh, giving BYU uh, and everybody else in college football that blanket waiver. There are going to be 37 guys celebrating potentially their final game in a BYU uniform. And I promised you guys on yesterday's podcast some updates on what I think is going to happen with those 37 players. I've had some conversations with folks who are far more in the know this week on those players. And I would venture to say that the majority, if not the vast majority of those 37 players, are going to play their final game in a BYU uniform. Whether they're seniors, there's 13 of them who are out of eligibility. There's a number of guys who are draft eligible prospects. Think of Jaron Hall, Blake Freeland, Puka Nakua, those type of guys. They're probably going to try their hand and go to the professional ranks. And I don't blame them one bit. And I know that that, that sucks to hear as a BYU fan because you're like, well, they could come back for another year and they could uh, help BYU usher in the Big 12 era. I get all that. But the thing about it is I, I think that they are intent on making money and getting out into the real world and being paid for their services. And you can spare me your conversations about NIL. NIL's good. It, it, trust me, guys like Jaron Hall have cashed in to a large degree. Puga Nakua also has cashed in to a large degree. But the money you can make in the NFL as compared to what you can make at the uh, with NIL at the collegiate level just doesn't compare. Uh, honestly, it just there. There's and the other thing about it, don't worry about school. You can go and focus on your craft. You you are a professional. That is your job to play football. Uh, there's so many perks to turning pro, and I think a, a number of those guys will pursue that. And there'll be other guys who simply are just they're they're tired. Their body's worn out. Medical. Uh, 
retirement types conversations are happening and they're just going to have to hang it up. So I think that the vast majority of BYU's seniors or the 37 players who are being honored at that at that at that senior event before the game, the vast majority of them are probably going to play in their final game in Lavelle Edwards Stadium. And now, what does that mean for BYU going into the Big 12? Well, it means it's probably going to be a a tough year. It'll be a very, very young team for BYU entering the Big 12 era, but it's actually not a bad place to be for BYU. They can grow with the program, uh, speaking of this young talent coming in, and they will know nothing other than Power 5 football. That's the thing about this, is that this crew that is going to be taking over going into the Big 12, yeah, if these, if the vast majority of those 37 guys do leave and that roster gets turned over because there'll probably be inevitably guys who transfer out of the program who also just decide to hang it up as walk-ons, that type of stuff. There could be, what, 40, 45 guys turned over from this BYU roster if if things really get blown up. And that's going to lead to, I think, a bunch of guys coming into the transfer portal, uh, young talent getting an opportunity to start early on in their careers uh, relative to their age for the BYU football program. But it's not necessarily the worst thing in the world. This has been a program that has had a lot of continuity on this roster for the last three to four years. Many of you who pay attention to that know how much uh, this core has meant to BYU. They've won a lot of football games. They also had to build it up. They went through the debacle, some of them, in 2017, building it up through 2018, 2019, getting the payoff in 2020, having the breakout campaign a year ago in 2021. This year has not necessarily gone according to plan. The best they can do is an 8-5 and five record if they were to win out from this point. They would have liked to have avoided a four-game slide, but now it's going to be it's a new era. Upcoming, there we're three games away, folks, from the Big Twelve era being here for BYU football. I'm expecting early next month. Everything we're hearing is that the Big Twelve schedule will be coming out. Uh, Tom Homo told Dave McCann that he has seen the schedule. It's not necessarily laid out completely with dates, etc., but he has seen who BYU is projected to play, and he's very excited about it. So this is a. We're, we're running really close to the end of one era and the dawning of a new one, and that's going to include turnover on the coaching staff, turnover on the roster, and a whole new level of football for BYU. And I, I for one... I'm excited. I, I'm, I, I, I can't express how much how excited I am for BYU to be a member of the Big 12 Conference, be in this era playing big boy football. Yeah, it, are, is BYU going to take its lumps, especially if the roster turnover, based on what I'm hearing, is going to take place? If they're absolutely going to take their lumps. They may be lucky to get to 6-6 six and six next year if the roster uh, truly gets blown up as much as it possibly could here. But at the same time, it is an opportunity for Kalani Sitake to start building again and build up this program in in the power five ranks go recruit higher level talent hit the transfer portal bring it bring in people who you think can really help you compete at that level and it's essentially it's, it's it's a fresh start and that's the thing about this is yeah senior day it's great we're going to honor all those young men BYU should win this game handily should get to bowl eligibility but then at the same time you are then just two games away from a whole new era of football and it's kind of bittersweet in a way, I guess, because you you look at these guys, all the stuff they've done for this program, you say, thank you for all the memories. Thank you for all of your service. Thank you for doing all the things you guys did to help build this program. But now you guys move on, and a new crew is going to come in and take over. It's kind of crazy how close we are to some massive massive change in the BYU football program. But I, for one, I'm excited. I I think it's going to be a fun era of BYU football upcoming. Like I said, it's going to be probably a grind. It's probably going to be a slow climb, and it's probably going to be years, potentially years, before BYU truly is capable of contending, if they are capable of contending, at the top of the Big 12. But 
The only way to, to have that opportunity is to get in. And that's what BYU is just literally, it feels like games away. I know it's months away. It's July 1, but at the same time, it's coming very very quickly. All right, coming up here in just a minute, let's switch over and talk some BYU basketball. The Cougars back in action tomorrow night. Uh, Day-night doubleheader if you want to do it. BYU football in the afternoon. BYU basketball at night. They take on Nichols State. Had a great conversation with Spencer Johnson. We'll get to that here in just a moment. First, though, a word on our friends over at Underdog Fantasy. Many of you out there are fantasy sports players. The best part about Underdog Fantasy is the easiest place to spice up the college football season. If you guys want to have some fun with the games you're watching, whether it's BYU or any other college football game you go to the underdog website you sign up there and the best part is you pick two to five players and over under on their projected numbers they will throw a number let's just say jaron hall passing yards let's say 279.5 you pick over under set it and forget it that's really as simple as it as it goes my friends so get it to underdog and give it a shot it's easy to play it's available in over 30 states including utah just pick like i said the two to five players across any team not just byu and decide if they will finish higher or lower of their projected numbers it's one of the easiest fantasy games out there to play. The best part is you can win cold, hard cash in just one single game. It's not like you have to build up and cash out after you win a number of times. You can do it in just one fell swoop. So give it a shot, my friends. Sign up at underdogfantasy.com with the promo code Locked On. That's one word. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N and Underdog is going to double your first deposit up to $100. It's really simple. Deposit $100, get $100 free from our friends at Underdog Fantasy. So once again, go to underdogfantasy.com or find the Underdog Fantasy app on the App Store or Google Play Store. That's Underdog Fantasy. Promo code Locked On for that 100% uh, match up to $100. Get in on the college football pick'em action today and do it with our friends at Underdog. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars your first listen today. I want to encourage you guys uh, to make sure you check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. It's your way to catch up on all the news you may have missed the day before in sports. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with the local experts and insight only Locked On, the Locked On Podcast Network, can provide. That's Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, time now to talk some BYU basketball. Uh, BYU's taking on Nichols State tomorrow night. Uh, Nichols is 0-2 to start the year. Uh, this should be a relative layup for BYU on their home court going up against a team from the South making the cross-country trip uh, compared to some of the other opponents BYU's played this year. Missouri State, very talented team I thought. BYU obviously struggled in their lone road game so far this year. Actually, I believe it's their only true road game of the non-conference slate uh, going to San Diego State and they struggled in that one down the stretch. Got the win over Idaho State, beat Missouri State. Uh, this time uh, tomorrow, BYU should be three and one after they beat Nichols State. This should be a relative layup, like I said. But Nichols is not anything to write home about. But the good news is BYU's got a very, very good core of players, and one of them who has stuck around through a lot of different things. He's been a backup for most of his time at BYU, has now entered the starting lineup, and who I think is one of the true early season stars for BYU is Spencer Johnson. Had a great conversation with him earlier this week. We started off talking about what he. Uh, what has the experience at BYU's been like overall? Oh, man. 
there's been a lot. The fans are incredible. Okay. Um, definitely being a part of really great teams here. Um, having some, you know, building some really good relationships with my coaches and my teammates. But uh, for me, it's just have, being able to have this experience with my wife. You know, we talk about this all the time when we're like, man, this, this is so cool to be a part of this. And it goes by really fast. And it's going to be cool that we had this experience together and we're going to be able to look back in, you know, 10, 15, 20 years and be like, wow, we, we really did that together. How, how, how quick does, has it really gone in your mind? It's been quick. It's been quick because it's, it literally feels like yesterday that I got here and I was trying to figure out the system and um, just how everything works. And, and now I'm here in my third year and it's like, holy cow, it goes by fast. You're a pretty well-traveled guy before you got here to BYU. If I'm not saying it was Weber, UV, uh, no, Salt Lake Community, we, uh, UVU. Oh, we, okay. Weber, UVU, Slick, and then BYU. And then BYU, yeah. How like how did you endure like all that upheaval? Because that's that's a lot of different programs in a very short time frame. Totally, you know, it does. It it seemed it was a lot of different programs. It was a lot of different change and um, just kind of rolling with the punches. But for me, it was always like, hey, I I know I can play college basketball, and I I really have a dream to do it, and um, I really feel like I was gonna, you know, kind of maybe give up on a dream if I didn't accomplish that and so I was like no matter the obstacles or what happens like I'm, I'm going to believe in myself and I'm going to surround myself with great people who are are going to build me up and put me in great positions and I know if I do that I'm going to be successful and like I have this dream and and I'm going to chase it till I get it now what like I guess led you to believe that hey I can I can play at that level yeah um, you know, people always talk about, it's just like the work, the work that you've put in. And I just felt like I had put in so much work throughout my entire life where I was like, it would be a shame to kind of just let that all go to waste. You know, like I had worked so hard and I know my parents had, had worked really hard and sacrificed a ton to, to put me in these great positions. So I just, I feel like I owe it, you know, to myself and, and for sure to them to, to just be successful in, in the things that I pursue. What made you want to play so badly for Mark Pope? Um, well, kind of on, along the same lines is, is he is super relentless, yeah. you know. And it's going back to what I said is how you surround yourself, you know, with good people who see success in you. And you, the, the type of people that you surround yourself with are, are the people that you're going to become, you know. And, and Coach Pope really is just like, I'm going to be successful and I'm going to work really hard and do things the right way. And um, I knew that if I surrounded, you know, myself and I had him as a close uh, connection, that undoubtedly I would, I would also follow, some, you know, in the same path. So what is there still left for Spencer Johnson to accomplish on a basketball court? Man, a ton, a ton. I, I'm still, you know, earning my way and, and um, earning my minutes and, and earning my shots and on the defensive end and things. So, there's definitely a ton left to accomplish, and I really feel like I haven't accomplished anything yet. What What do you think this team's capable of accomplishing this year, like as as a squad? Totally. We, honestly, man, the sky's the limit. Like you saw against the San Diego State team, we were right there, and and I really do feel like we can play with anybody. So you know, as the season goes on, as we work together and we we figure things out and we tweak little things here and there, I think we're going to be really, really good. So, you know, just keep
keep on the on the lookout for it. There you go, Spencer Johnson, BYU guard, starting shooting guard, I guess you technically could call him, but a great conversation. You heard him talking about he's not satisfied with where things are at. He wants to continue to build and grow and be an integral part of this squad. Like I said, they got the game against Nichols, and then they head to the Bahamas for the battle for Atlantis. Our friends at BetOnline have installed BYU as a 20-1 to underdog to win that tournament. It's actually among the worst odds to win it, but hey, you have an opportunity to go down and then you heard him talk about the fact he thinks that the sky is the limit for this for this squad. I think they're far from a finished product, but it's good to hear guys like Spencer Johnson express their optimism about this BYU basketball squad. All right, coming up here in just a minute, we'll talk about some of the other news going into the weekend. A huge win. Jennifer Rockwood, she may have the most consistent winning program in the postseason in BYU sports. I'm serious about this. We'll talk about them advancing to the Sweet 16, the women's soccer program. We'll also get to some other notes going into the weekend for BYU sports as we continue on right here on Locked On Cougars. First off, let's talk about our friends over at Nugenics for a minute, though. Our friends over at Nugenics want to help you guys out. As we age, as men, let's all, let's be honest. That dad bod seems to set in. We start to lose our energy, our focus, all that stuff, our drive. The best part is when you were younger, you were at the peak of your testosterone production. That's why some have called the winner's hormone or the man hormone. Wouldn't it be nice to get that winner's edge again and the old swagger back in your step? That's where our friends at Nugenics with Total T comes in. They contain a man-boosting key ingredients like Testafin, which has been validated in five clinical studies shown to boost free testosterone levels in men. The best part is uh, because Nugenics Total T boost free testosterone that the in that aging process that it robs you'll feel stronger leaner with more energy and drive and of course more passion too so give it a shot my friends you can get a com- complimentary bottle of nugenics total t when you t- text college that's c-o-l-l-e-g-e to 231-231 text now and get that new genics thermo their most call- powerful fat incinerator as well with key ingredients to help you get back into shape fast absolutely for free as well once again that's text college to 231-231 one more time Text college 231 231. Uh, just a real quick uh, texting rolls you in a recurring automated text messages reminder for you guys. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates apply. But give it a shot, my friends. That's our friends over at Nugenics helping you get back your younger years and do it with Nugenics. Also brought to you today by our friends over at UCCU. UCCU, Utah Community Credit Union, is offering a 15 month saving certificate with an incredibly high APY of 4.00%. The best part is you can jump up to an even higher rate of return anytime during the life of that certificate. Of course, all of us know that interest rates and inflation are both on the rise as if we hadn't noticed. The good news is UCCU can help you use this rise in your rates to your advantage. Like we mentioned, you can get that 15-month saving certificate with that incredibly high APY of 4.00%. The best part is saving certificates, uh, you can start for as little as $500, making it an awesome opportunity for every type of saver, both small or big. So give it a shot, my friends. It's going to give you that incredible return on your money. You can save it. And like I said, if the interest rates and the inflation continues to balloon uh, during that 15 months, you can jump it up one time during the life of that loan and continue to see that money uh, come in in terms of that return. So give it a shot, my friends. You can open that UCCU savings certificate really easily. You can go online, uccu.com, do it over the phone, or stop into any UCCU branch. But remember, this offer is only for a limited time. So give it a shot. Uh, visit uccu.com to learn more and get started on that U- savings certificate today. That's Utah Community Credit Union. Love 
where you bank. Thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. Always appreciate you guys checking out the show. Uh, two things before we go here on today's show. I guess two notable things. We'll get to some other notes uh, before we go here. But let's start off with the women's soccer program. The BYU Cougars advanced to the Sweet 16 yet again after a thrilling PK's victory over Stanford, winning at 5-4 in penalty kicks late in the match. I guess after overtime uh, was tied 1-1. Uh, they brought in a freshman goalkeeper, Tegan Seal, and she got one to stop. Uh, she actually saved one of Stanford's PKs, which ultimately gave BYU the edge they needed, and the Cougars advance to the Sweet 16 uh, yet again. This program, I'm seeing Jennifer Rockwood, they need to build a statue. We talk about building a statue for Lavelle Edwards. Well, Jennifer Rockwood, she deserves one. She has built this women's soccer program at BYU literally from the ground up into the behemoth that it is. Uh, BYU is absolutely rolling. They are just... they're. they're they're so impressive and so just, uh, they, they the whole adage, they don't rebuild, they reload. That's exactly what BYU Women's Soccer does. Now they will advance to that Sweet 16, which will be played this Saturday. They'll be taking on uh, North Carolina. The Tar Heels will be on their home turf down there in Chapel Hill. The game will be streamed on BYU Radio and BYU Radio app, as well as ESPN+. Plus. Huge opportunity. It's going to be at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time. That's 9.30 uh, Mountain Time at Dorrance Field, but... A big opportunity, nonetheless, for BYU to make it to the Elite Eight. They have never uh, beaten North Carolina. They've only faced them uh, in exhibition or postseason matches and have never won against the Tar Heels. Well, here's your opportunity to do it for BYU. Uh, that'll be taking place tomorrow as they take on the Tar Heels and a huge, huge opportunity for Jennifer Rockwood. And I, I don't count her out of anything. Her program, it's just as consistent as they come in the postseason. They just they find ways to win, and that's the impressive part for the woman soccer program. Also, congratulations uh, needs to go out to BYU passing game coordinator and wide receivers coach Fessy Sitake. He is a 2022 Broyles Award nominee. It's an award given annually to college football's top assistant. Uh, he is one of 41 nominees selected from approximately 1,500 assistant coaches representing the 131 FBS programs across the country. Uh, the selection process includes the Football Writers Association of America, broadcasters, and uh, College Football Hall of Fame selection committee, as well as current college head coaches. Uh, Fessy has done an incredible job making BYU's wide receiver core as consistent as it is. Think about it. All the injuries that his receiving core dealt with this year, all he did was just throw another guy in there and they produced. That's the mark of a good coach. And obviously I know Fessy well enough that he would defer and say hey, good players make coaches look really good, but this is a well-deserved honor for Fessy Satake. I think he's on his way to being an offensive coordinator at a high level at some point. Maybe maybe at BYU or somewhere else. Uh, Could be a head coach at some point down the road as well. He is a fantastic, fantastic representative of BYU, and BYU is lucky to have him in the fold, but congratulations to him on that award. Uh, Final note for you guys is that uh, BYU uh, this weekend, other sports are in action. Uh, The women's basketball program is in action today. It's at 3 o'clock Hawaii time. I believe that's uh, 6 o'clock here, uh, taking on Washington State in the North Shore Showcase. They're up in Alaiye, Hawaii uh, taking place in that event. They'll be also in action, I believe, tomorrow. They'll have a second game. I'm trying to find it here on the schedule. I apologize. I'm not seeing it, so I apologize. Uh, but they'll have one second game uh, for the women's basketball program. Uh, no, that's not it. But anyways, they have a second game out there. Oh, it's right there. Troy, uh, tomorrow at 6 o'clock Mountain Time as well, 3 o'clock Hawaii Time. They're in the Cannon Event Center on the campus of BYU-Hawaii. And then also, women's volleyball in action against uh, uh, LMU uh, tomorrow. They'll be taking on Loyola Marymount. That'll be at 1 o'clock Pacific Time, 2 o'clock Mountain Time in Los Angeles at the Gersten Pavilion. The women's volleyball program off to a very 
very consistent run right now. Five straight wins in their own right as they get ready for the postseason coming up very, very shortly in women's volleyball. But a big opportunity to go to LMU and hopefully make it six straight wins for the women's volleyball program. So there you go. That's what's coming up on uh, BYU Sports this weekend. But BYU Basketball on the men's side, uh, huge opportunity against Nichols. And then final tune-up before they go to the battle for Atlantis in the Bahamas next week. And also, BYU Football. Like I said, the swan song for a lot of guys. 37 players going to be honored before this game. Uh, they usually do that that full field walk at the end of the game. With 37 guys, they may fill up the entire field uh, making that walk across the field. But at the same time, it's a big-time opportunity. If you have an opportunity to get out to the games, whether it's BYU basketball, BYU uh, 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 football. Get out. I know it's going to be a chilly day at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, but I will be there. I I would encourage you guys, get out, represent, support all 37 of these players who may be putting on a BYU uniform on their home turf turf for the final time. Give them their love. Make them feel appreciated for all the effort they have put into this program, the blood, sweat, and tears that they have put in that that sweat equity that they put into this program. You can't take that away from them. They, They have put their heart and souls on the line quite literally uh, for this BYU football program. So support them. Like I said, I, I know it's not that exciting of a game with Utah Tech, but it's more about the the guys who are playing for your team. Speaking of BYU, so get out, support the Cougars, and also if you want to make it a day-night doubleheader like myself, go watch BYU football in the afternoon, then scoot on over to the Marriott Center. Uh, you can warm up in the comfort of those new blue seats at the, at, uh, the Marriott Center, and you can watch BYU basketball take on Nick in their final tune-up ahead of the battle for Atlantis. All right, so there you go. That's it for today's edition of the podcast. A huge thank you for your support. As always, you guys are absolutely phenomenal for all of your uh, support of this show, whether on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, can't thank you guys enough for making us your first listen of the day. Now go make your second listen. Our friends over the Locked On Big 12 podcast get caught up on the weekend ahead in Big 12 action, particularly Big Big 12 football with Josh Neighbors. Get that free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Also on YouTube, just like this show. That'll do it for myself. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. We'll do a postcast at some point tomorrow night, probably recapping both BYU football and basketball. We'll get to that out for you. And of course, we'll reconvene in our typical format on Monday afternoon as well. That'll do it for myself. Have a great day. This has been the Locked on Cougars podcast. See ya. The NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked on College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked on College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day.